0: Thank you for joining us again for another episode of the Intentional Power Podcast. Today we are talking about a very different subject that some people may call it weird, but Tangela and Stephanie may call it one of their favorites, and that's intuition. In this podcast, you will hear about how to bring intuition into your life and insights and practical approaches to allow it to come into your every day. You'll also hear a story from Stephanie about how she didn't discover her intuition into her 40s with the help of Tangela, and they both will discuss about why some people can't hear it and what makes up intuition and how paying attention can actually be a major game changer for living an intentional, powerful life. Intentional Power is a continuation of an ongoing dialogue between two friends, Tangela Johnson and Stephanie Crow, and now you. These dynamic, seasoned female leaders cover real topics that traverse the rich and sometimes bumpy adventure they call life. In sharing their experiences and perspectives, Tangela and Stephanie ask you to come along the ride with inspiration, laughter, and intentional power, as their goal is to move more leaders toward fulfilling their highest purpose, leveraging their interests and passions, making a difference in the world, and monetizing their value and potential.
1: Hi, my friend. Hello, lovely, lovely, beautiful human being. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. And today I cannot
2: tell you how long I've been waiting for this discussion with you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's probably one of my favorite topics, but I will say it is also very misunderstood and people see it as very uh, creepy, weird, whatever. We don't do creepy, right? We don't. No. no
2: yeah. So I love that because I really hope that at the end of this, people will feel more
1: like power and confidence yep. 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 and less fear and creep. So I guess we should tell them what the topic is. Let's do, do it. Think? Let's do it. May, look, they may be thinking something weird, like we're strange. We are strange, but you know, whatever. We think we think that normal is overrated anyway. So the thank you for listening, guys. And what we're going to talk about today is intuition. Okay? being intuitive. So huge, huge topic. Uh, but we're going to give you some insight into what that looks like and how it plays out in the practical, every your practical everyday life.
2: Tangela, when did you first realize you were intuitive? Like what was your ha-ha-ha?
1: So it's funny. It's just, it's been several years and I, I was just reading this random book uh, business book and it talked about you know being intuitive in business, and I really didn't know exactly what that meant. So things that I don't know that really strike my my mind, my spirit. I kind of go on that journey, right? Exploratory journey. So I you know I had the thought, well, how do how do I become intuitive in my business? What does that even mean? What does that word even mean? And so so that was the beginning for me, and then I started to kind of trust my insight, right? So um, I have this beautiful quote here by Albert Einstein, and it says, The intuitive mind is a sacred gift, and the rational mind is a faithful servant. We have created a society that honors the servant and has forgotten the gift. Albert Einstein was a brilliant scientist. So if he says, trust your intuition, that really validates it. But anyway, I read it in a book, started to pay attention, Um, things that I felt would work in my business, things that I felt would work in my life. I would say, okay, let me just move towards these things when I got that gut feeling about them. And so that kind of started the process. And then a few years later, um, a client wanted me to kind of co-consult with another consultant on a a project that they had. And so that um, that consultant You know, they they majored in industrial psychology. I did not. So I wanted to be real clear about, you know, my contribution to the project. So I was talking to him and I said, hey, I just want you to know I am very intuitive about my work. And um, so I don't want you to think I'm like weird or whatever, but I'm very intuitive when it comes to my work. He looks at me. He says, I just got back from a conference in Texas and they talked about leaders who are intuitive, are the most powerful, effective leaders around.
2: So he embraced it.
1: Yeah, he already, he not only did he embrace it, he already knew about it. He knew about the power of it. So that was confirmation to me that I was on the right right track. Now, so thinking about your, your career, um, can you give me a time when you were super intuitive uh, so, about mm-hmm. your work or whatever?
2: So, I didn't discover it until my 40s. And it was really in a frame, a window where you appeared and you were part of this discovery process. I was raised in the Marine Corps. Marines aren't trained to do things on intuition, they're trained to drill. It's very rational. You take orders, you get the job done. Mm -hmm. And then landing in finance, I was surrounded by people that spoke in numbers. If you said in an executive, You know, suite of a bank, I have a feeling about something, Mm -hmm. they would laugh at you. Like it just, it was, it was, um, it wasn't just discouraged, it wasn't even recognized. And Mm so, um, in a period of transition where I started asking more questions because things didn't feel right. And I didn't even Mm -hmm. understand how to accept that. I didn't think things not feeling right was valid. Right. I didn't think that was enough of a reason. Yeah. But um, I, I remember you gave me a wonderful assessment. There was another assessment that I received that basically said, you've got instincts. It, yeah. it was on an unbiased assessment saying, you've got instincts that can identify threats on the horizon mm-hmm. or windfalls and opportunities.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And if your executive team leans into your instincts, they right. can avoid, the, the, the idea was they can avoid the um, iceberg of the Titanic. Mm -hmm. or they Mm -hmm. might be able to position organization for the windfall for the next business opportunity. Exactly, And Tangela in, in becoming, you know, a friend to you and seeing how phenomenally you move. I think just your modeling was um, so key to me because, you know, again, I was in my forties. So it's almost like exercising a muscle that you did not know you had, Mm -hmm. but in hindsight, I'll, I'll give this one example. Once I realized this was a thing, I started to replay almost like mm-hmm. going through a movie mm-hmm. that you had been watching through one lens mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you had a new lens. And if you remember the sixth sense, yeah, when you get to the end of the movie, you have new understanding yes. that creates a completely different narrative.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I felt like I had that sixth sense moment and I went back and I started identifying that my intuition speaks to me in images. hmm and there were key points in my life where a certain image was coming to me that I couldn't understand at the time. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any like reason or logic or I had not you know researched it, but I was being told something with an image. And the times that I disregarded and pushed the image to the side, yeah. I actually like, it
1: cost me. That's right. It cost me. Yeah. So I, I love that. That is, a, that is a perfect example of how intuition works. Um, you know, I could, I could probably, we could just talk about, you know, personal things in our lives, which I can't say this has happened to me a lot, but anyway, uh, you just say when you were single or if you're single and your intuition told you not to go on a date with that person or not to be in relationship with that person and you completely ignored it, like you said, you ignored that image and then it turned out to be a holy disaster, right? So... <laughs> That's just one example. That's just one example. But leaning into your intuition um, helps you be more powerful because here's how it works. It is not your rational mind, but your intuition is made up of your experiences in life, right? Insights, knowledge, everything you can think of just kind of compounds in one moment in time. And that image says, Go, run, do this, or don't do this, right? And but you pay attention to it. So the problem is we don't pay attention to our intuition. We put it aside, and then we end up even either not having the greatest opportunity or, you know, we end up in some type of disastrous situation that could have been avoided. So here's the thing, when your intuition speaks to you, listen, right? But, the problem is we're in such a hurry. We're so fast. We don't allow ourselves the space or the room or the time to even hear what our intuition is telling us to do.
2: It's like a small child trying to get your attention and you're just yeah. brushing brushing yeah. it off. Yeah. yeah. Not now. Not now.
1: And so since we're constantly distracted, right, in our everyday life and we're, we're trying to do so much. Um, and, and we're not really investing in the right things. We end up not paying attention to our intuition, therefore, we don't see the validity of it. You know, I use it in every aspect of my business, whether I'm coaching people, whether I'm doing strategic planning for a company. It is so fun to me because I just I, I just take in all the insights, all the information uh, in the room and synthesize it. And that plus my own experiences experiences with other companies, all of this grand knowledge creates a magic, right? It's magical. And, um, I'd love to see more people embrace it whenever I'm coaching leaders on the executive level. Um, I always say, so what does your intuition tell you about whatever it is? They look at me like, huh? And then we, we talk some more. So I'm really trying to put that out there because people don't, they're not taught this in business school. It's just Tangela. Um, why I'd love to hear
2: your take. I, I realized my t- intuition loves images, mm-hmm. and so I have to like just value them when they come, and then think about like what could this mean or why this?
1: For you, is it a voice? Is it a feeling? Is it is it visceral? What what is it? So so for me at this point, it's very visceral. It's very much a feeling uh, because I have been practicing and walking in it for so long. I'm going to say probably at least ten years at this point, at least that long. So, I know what it feels like. I know what it looks like, and unlike you know people who are not aware, the minute it hits me, I pay attention. I was actually in a meeting with someone uh, about a week and a half ago, and there was something about that person that wasn't authentic. It wasn't that they were a bad person, okay um, but I couldn't put my finger on it at that moment, but I did not ignore it and so then I later just just say I did some research, and I was able to name. The reason I felt that way. So here's the power. This is what you kind of have to pay attention to. When your intuition kicks in, when your gut kicks in, one, pay attention. Two, give yourself time, right, to process it. It may be a day, it may be a week, but give yourself time to process it and then be able to give it a name, right? So this particular person does not come across as trustworthy. It doesn't mean that they're not. It's just that they have problems connecting, okay? So I, instead of saying, oh, that person's a you know crook or criminal or whatever, right? So we gotta be careful about that. I gave myself enough time, did a little research and then figured out that here's this issue. That person is aloof. So they don't know how to connect, right? So that's very important that we take those, those thoughts, process and then be able to give it a name. Then the the rational can take over a little bit.
2: And I I love that, like testing it with rational research, as you did in this situation, because especially in investing um, and in the angel world where you're investing in small companies, these companies don't have a big track record. It's just a founder with a dream. Right. There are so many instances of somebody who's very confident, who's very slick, who's very convincing, right, selling a bill of goods. Right. And so I think it's beautiful as women uh, move forward and trusting their intuition just because somebody makes them feel good. It is important to take that next step to say exactly. does research and due diligence support how I feel about this person or this business
1: opportunity? And and just know that once you've done that research, you still come down to, hey, I've got to make this decision, whatever this decision is. And I will tell you for me, um uh, particularly in the area of coaching, My intuitiveness is extremely powerful. Uh, One example, I had gone to a um, class, it was like a week long on how to coach. Okay. Well, you know, I ended up annoying the teacher because I ended up coaching the people at my table who were there for the class. And what I figured out, which is what I already knew, that, and we'll talk about this in another podcast coaching is one of my gifts. It's -hmm. a very powerful gift. Mm -hmm. So over the years, I have intuitively <laughs> developed it to a level of mastery. And so there's a there's a funny story and I think it's probably made up about Mozart. So this this guy comes to Mozart and he says, "Oh my gosh, you're such a great musician. I want to be like you. What do I need to do?" And Mozart says, "Well, you need to study, you need to practice every day, you need to do these five things." And then the guy says to Mozart, "Oh wow, is that what you did?" And Mozart says, No, I didn't have to, okay? So (laughs) he didn't have to because Mozart was connected to his gift. He had a gift. To the power of his intuition about his gift. So that's another thing. Whatever area um, you're very naturally gifted in um, and you know that and you continue to practice and gain mastery, when you apply your intuition to it, it becomes amazing. It sets you apart. And I think we're afraid of that. We're afraid of our divinity. We're afraid of our greatness. Uh, But that's what intuition does for those who are willing to use it. It is more than a feeling. Our brain processes information so quickly. um, We have no idea and we're just not aware. And so the issue is simply because we're not aware and it exists in our subconscious, We don't validate it, but it actually does inform our rational if we will listen. And I'm not a scientist, right? But there are scientific uh, factors that support that, that subconscious does exist. So how do we bring that to the conscious and use it and use intuition in our everyday life? So, Tangela, this is something, again,
2: since we found each other that I've been practicing I've noticed that my body tells me if something is a viable path, it's almost mm-hmm. like I feel energy.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel
2: energy course through my body. When I know this is a viable path, right. I can feel the dead end. And a, a really, a really key um, instance of this coming to play was I was having a conversation with an executive that had a lot of influence on my future. And, um, the conversation was sort of like your future leadership, you know, your the way this thing's going to play. And in that moment, I had such a weightedness. I felt a dead end. It was mm-hmm. bizarre, but in this one conversation, I mm-hmm. felt a dead end. In not too long of time, announcement came out that the company was sold. Yep. Which means there was no future for me because right. <laughs> somebody else was buying the company, right? Yeah, but I had no idea in that meeting why I was feeling like this is a dead end. Yep, I had. There was no evidence. There was no research. Nothing told me that. Um, it and it wasn't. A, it wasn't a. I wasn't making a judgment. It was more like, don't yep. invest any more eggs in this basket.
1: Yes, and so if we would pay attention to that, gosh, our lives would be less stressful, right? Less stressful. Um, I had a similar example with a uh, client, this has been years ago, and something told me that when this person, someone had talked to the CEO about the great job I was doing and they wanted to know if this person could continue this with her team. And um, I knew in that minute, because I understood how that person was wired, I knew that my days were numbered with that client. And sure enough, a week later, hey, Tangela, we really appreciate your help. You're so amazing, but we just don't need you anymore. And it's funny, I was already prepared. I had already mm-hmm. moved on to the next thought process. So, and I had no, you know, ill will towards this individual. No. I was appreciative of the work that I had been able to do, but it was time to move on. That season was over and I was okay with that. So practically, practically, what I want you to think about is every single day when something feels a little off or something feels very um, happy that brings a certain energy, use the word energy. When the energy shifts or changes, pay attention. I heard someone say, this was a, a pastor years ago, he said, you know, wisdom, the true meaning of wisdom is your ability to discern change. So that's sort of what intuition is. When your subconscious says something's amiss or it's time for something to change, pay attention to it. And then, as I said earlier, pay attention, um, give yourself some space to process it, and then be able to give it a name. If you're hiring somebody, right, to be on your team and their resume is great, they look great, they're saying all the right things, but your gut says there's something odd, there's something odd. I'm not saying that's not the right person for your team. I'm saying give yourself some time because you may be so desperate. You just want to hire this person. Right. But give yourself some time to process why it's not clicking and then be able to name it. And it may take you a few days, but give yourself that few days, because I have seen leaders hire people that weren't a good fit and they nearly wrecked whole departments. And I'll go back and I'll ask the leader and I'll say, "Hey, what did your intuition tell you?" And then they all say, "Well, you know," and they'll give me some answer. I said, "What what would ha- have happened had you paid attention to your intuition?" You know, and that's this the same could be a personal life too. I think this could be another podcast. We're going to add it to
2: the list. But yeah. when when you're not sure, not putting undue pressure on yourself to force, yeah, um, there have been times where. I'm just not sure. Like, I'm just not jazzed. And (laughs) and instead of being, um, instead of being hard on myself because of that, it's like, well, maybe this is a sign that I do need to pause. Yeah. And nine times out of 10, when I accept that, like, I'm not jazzed state and I just kind of go with it and I don't force anything, Mm -hmm. something else falls into place. It was almost like I didn't feel jazzed because timing was lining up to open this next door.
1: That's exactly right. For example, you know, our dear friend Emily Elrod, she uh, just is so fantastic and helpful, right? And so um we were working on something together and I said, "Hey, you know, I got to give myself some a couple of weeks to process this cuz I don't have full clarity." And so I'm the type of person. I need a level of clarity before I'm jazzed, right? Um so something's telling me to pull back, give myself that 2 week space to dig in and, and and really know that this is the next step for me. Right. And so I pay attention to that ongoing timing is critical because if you do something before you're ready, it's, it's probably not going to be your best, you know? Um, so to your point, that is an excellent, excellent um, piece of advice for folks.
2: And Tangel is a leader and you've worked with so many leaders. Um, you're leading your own company, what I discovered was in lower ranks, I had to just do my job. As you rise into leadership, you've got to move forward when it's time for the organization to receive and engage.
3: right, right. right. If
2: you as a leader are out of step and out of sync mm-hmm. enforcing things, you're gonna um, it, it's just going to create an organizational mess. so that intuitive knowing the emotional intelligence, yes to figure out when it's time Mm -hmm. to move the people
3: Mm -hmm.
2: that that's Mm -hmm. um, it's just critical. And I'm I'm sure you've seen when it's done well and when it hasn't been done well.
1: You're absolutely right. And to your point, that's probably a whole nother podcast. Um, Even talking about emotional intelligence, which I believe, you know, intuition is certainly a part of that connected to that. I should say, you know, I really want our leaders, I mean, our leaders, our listeners to think about being more intuitive in every area of your life. It's not something creepy. (laughs) It's not weird. Um, It is a part of our human makeup, okay? It's that subconscious mind giving it an opportunity to inform your daily walk. And um, don't let anybody tell you anything any different, uh, but it does require you to be intentional, right? And we're talking about intentional power here. So I just think that it, it, it is worth your listening, to your gut, if you want to call it your gut and, and, and giving it and validating it, the words you used earlier. So any any final thoughts? Yeah. I'll add
2: that coming from the investment side and the money side, I would say, um, write what you're doing, write what you're experiencing (laughs) and keep track of the impact that comes from that moment in time. Because Mm -hmm. I feel like what people will discover is that the more they're dialing into this, they're going to move away from an equation that's two plus two equals four. And they're going to find more of an exponential equation where the rewards aren't linear. The rewards are something much, much more catalytic.
1: Absolutely. I love that word. I love catalytic. I love exponential. Hey guys, thank you for joining us. We are just jazz that you're with us. You decided to be with us and we will see you again soon with our next amazing topic. Because See you we next are time. people. We love you. Love Bye. you too. Bye guys.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Intentional Power with Tangela Johnson and Stephanie Crow. If this touched you in any way, we do want to ask you to like, subscribe, and share with your friends, as our goal is to continue. To move more leaders toward fulfilling their highest purpose, leveraging their interests and passions, making a difference in the world, and monetizing their value and potential.